Welcome to the Talking Disney Podcast. hosts Jason and Cody. I'm Jason and I'm Cody. Welcome foolish mortals to the Talking Disney podcast. I am your host Cody, your co-host. And with me is Jason. So how's it going Jason? It's going great Cody. How are you? Oh, it's been it's been a pretty good weekend. You get any snow? You know what? I wasn't expecting to get any snow earlier in the week. The forecast had snow forecasted for Sunday, and then it kind of disappeared, and it never went back, and then it popped up again, but for Tuesday. And I was up pretty late last night, Saturday night. I had a friend over, and uh, he left at like 2 in the morning, and you know it wasn't raining, it wasn't snowing or anything. Then at 2 o'clock in the morning, and... I don't know, I probably got out of bed at like 9.30 this morning and it was white outside. So some somewhere in those seven hours, it dumped some snow. Dumped some little snow. Yeah, we were supposed to get, last I heard, 8 to 12 inches. We woke up this morning and it was just this real slight dusting. But I know for the next couple of days, it's supposed to be really, really cold and possibly get some more. It's cold. We're talking like in the maybe single digits, wind chill, negative. So... Yeah, I think overnight between Tuesday and Wednesday for us, we're getting into like the less than five degrees. Yeah. Yeah, this this is the time of year I want to pack up the house and get the heck out of here. <laughs> well, and the crazy thing is, is it's it's still October. Right, right. Yeah, we still got Halloween coming up yeah. on, on Thursday. <laughs> and I mean, uh, my daughter's going to be dressing as Moana, but you won't be able to see her outfit because she'll have a huge coat on and gloves and a hat. And if she's dedicated, she ain't going out with a coat. Uh, no, yeah, her, her, <laughs> her, her mom won't let her be that dedicated. So she will have a coat on. So, oh. so here we are back. Uh, this is episode 24, uh, of our little podcast here. And it's our second, uh, talking a Disney podcast and movie night. And, uh, this time we decided kind of, you know, it's not really a Halloween, I guess it can be a hall. It's we'll, we'll call it a semi Halloween movie, although it's not taking place at Halloween. Uh, but we decided to watch the haunted mansion. Uh, I know I owned it. Uh, so I just pulled it off the shelf. You watched it off of Hulu, right? Right. It was on Hulu. Yeah. Next, our next one, our next Disney movie night, which we still don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be a little, we'll say more convenient, easier. Uh, Cause by that time, Disney plus will have debuted. And I know you already signed up for it, right? I'm locked and loaded for three yeah. years. I'm waiting to see uh, when they, when I could do the, the little bundle with uh, Disney plus Hulu and ESPN plus. Uh, so I haven't, paid for it yet but do you have any of the the other two subscriptions already no. no okay no no that's why i'm doing it so uh i watch all my tv shows and stuff i have the playstation view channel uh we pay i don't know 40 bucks a month or something like that uh, as soon as disney plus comes out and we got hulu and espn plus i'm probably gonna go ahead and cancel playstation view and just watch all my stuff on there and we'll, and we'll go ahead and keep Netflix. Uh, Cause there's, there's quite a few stuff that I watch on Netflix. Original plan was to cancel Netflix, but uh, I think I'll keep it. So. Yeah. Well, and especially Netflix probably going to be Disney Plus's biggest competitor since right. Disney is the majority shareholder of Hulu. They're not really a competitor. Right. Right. Um, I mean, you've got like, the HBO streaming service and what is it? NBC that's going to come out with a streaming service too. I think everybody. 
Yeah, everyone, but I would say Netflix is probably going to be their biggest competitor. So there could still potentially be some really good content coming out on Netflix just because they're going to try to compete with Disney+. Plus. Oh, right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would assume they would even try a lot harder with all the competition coming out. So Well, and especially with the how Disney Plus is going to affect Netflix's library, you know, pulling right. all of its all of its content that Disney owns off of Netflix. Right. Right. They're going to have to start filling the gaps. Definitely. So are you ready to get into the haunted mansion? I'm ready. This Thanksgiving, you are cordially invited to the historic Gracie Manor. Where there's room for the whole family. Master Gracie wishes to discuss his affairs over dinner. This house has a bit of history to it. And this history haunts these walls. I don't think it's a good idea to put that information in the listing. People love bathrooms. We should play up the whole toilet angle. I think that'd be best. <laughs> From Walt Disney Pictures. What happened here, Mr. Gracie? Do you believe in ghosts? No clue from the past. She looks like Mom. That's interesting. No message from the future. I am Madame Leoda, seer of all. That's great. What is that? Can prepare you for an adventure. Find the key that must be found. That was easy. From the beyond. dark spirits come out while I'm sitting there. Wait till I leave before dark spirits come out. The Haunted Mansion. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right. Uh, we'll go through a little technical details first, um, and then we'll start talking about the movie. Uh, it was released on November 26, 2003, and I... Uh, had a little note here. I didn't know if you realized it came out the same year as the first Pirates of the Caribbean, the Curse of the Black Pearl. You know, I saw that online today when I was looking at stuff. Yeah, I want to say Pirates came out in July. It was summertime. Um, and then this came out in November. So two movies based on the rides coming out in the same year. Obviously, this one didn't uh i guess have the following or success that pirates did because pirates went on to spawn several several sequels uh, and this one stopped at one so uh, we may talk about that a little later um, so it was put out by walt disney pictures uh distributed by buena vista pictures it was directed by rob minkoff uh, which he also directed the lion king i didn't know if you know that I did not. Yeah, and he was he was involved, such as an artist, uh, animator, character designer, music, and uh, several other films, including The Black Cauldron, uh, The Great Mouse Detective, The Brave Little Toaster, Oliver and Company, The The Little Mermaid, and uh, Beauty and the Beast. He was involved with so, um, but the two that he directed were The Lion King, uh, the animated version, and uh, The Haunted Mansion. Nice. Um, it was yeah. It was produced by Andrew Gunn and Don Han. Uh, I don't know if the gun is related to uh, the other gun, 
Uh, I couldn't find much information about him. So, Oh, uh, James Gunn, James Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're related somehow, but, uh, but Don Han, he's, he's got quite a, quite a, uh, association with Disney, uh, to include, um, executive producer for, uh, the last beauty and the beast, uh, the, uh, first Maleficent. Um, he was involved with, uh, Frankenweenie, chimpanzee, African cats, oceans, which were a couple of Disney nature films, um, produced Atlantis, the lost empire, emperor's new groove. Uh, see, um, he was involved with Fantasia 2000, the hunchback of Notre Dame, the lion King, Nightmare of Christmas, Beauty and the Beast, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, I Need a Drink of Water, uh, The Great Mouse Detective, The Black <laughs> Cauldron, The Fox and the Hound, and the 1977 Pete's Dragon. So it's quite he's got, yeah, he's he's got quite an extensive uh, extensive background there. Um, it was directed by David Barenbaum with music by Mark Mancina, uh, which I thought that name sounded familiar when I, when I wrote it down earlier. Uh, and he's been involved with scoring and music on several Disney movies as, uh, such as the Lion King, Tarzan, brother bear, uh, Tarzan two, um, planes and planes, fire and rescue, which were a couple of Disney tune studio movies. And, uh, lastly, Moana. Uh, so there was quite a, quite a few big names as far as behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, on absolutely. It had a runtime of about 88 minutes, so not not very long. You could uh, you could sit down and enjoy it within an you know, hour and a half. And uh, it starred Eddie Murphy as Jim Evers. And if you've uh, if you know who Eddie Murphy is, or you uh, you would know he's he also voiced uh, Mushu in uh, Milan. Um, he's also done a few Hollywood pictures and Touchstone pictures. Uh, as well. Uh, but that's all really, that's all he's done. He hasn't done a lot in Disney. So, uh, um, oh, it might've been touchstone was Doolittle touchstone. Doolittle was not touchstone. I don't believe, um, it was, I thought it was 20th century Fox, but I could be wrong. Um, but with the, with the beauty of the internet here, I am, uh, Googling that while you talk. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Cause I trying to think, I, th- I think you're right. I don't know how much did, how many Disney credits Eddie Murphy actually yeah, has. I mean, two, he's the only two I could find was, uh, this one and, uh, the voice. Let's see, here it is. Uh, Eddie Murphy is Dr. Doolittle was 20th century Fox, 20th century Fox. So it's now a Disney acquisition. Yeah. Yeah. But originally not a Disney interesting um, movie so uh so he was jim evers uh marcia thomason uh was sarah evers and then i guess actually in the toward the end she actually played elizabeth henshaw too so um which was the fiance of mr edward gracie uh terrence stamp played ramsley he was the butler uh he, he was also in star wars episode one the phantom menace do you, do you remember who he was and I hope oh. I say his name right. I, I mean, I couldn't tell you. I've seen that movie once. Uh, okay. Uh, Chancellor uh, Valorum? Valorum? I'm not quite sure how to say his name, but... There's some Star Wars yeah, ultra some, fan out there that's there yelling you at you right now. That's all right. He can, he can, t- he can uh, send us an email at TalkingDizzyPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I mean, we'll take hate mail too, you guys. It's just <laughs> nice to get an email every now and then. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and then Nathaniel Parker, uh, he was uh, Master Edward Gracie. Uh, he also was in a movie called Squanto, A Warrior's Tale, which I have not seen, uh, but made by Disney. Uh, Jennifer Tilly, uh, she was Madame Leota. Uh, she, she's also been in a few Disney films, voices. She voiced uh, Celia May in uh, Monsters, Inc., uh, Grace in Home on the Range, which I know is one of your favorites. Oh gosh! Have, have, have you have you seen Home on the Range? Yeah, about the cows. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then um, she also starred in a Touchstone picture called The Crew. Uh, Wallace Shawn was Ezra the Footman. 
he's been in quite a few uh, D- Disney project or Disney films. Uh, I had to make a list here. So um, he was in the Goofy movie as Principal Mazur. He was in the Toy Story franchise as Rex. Um, Monsters Inc. as Rex in some uncredited outtakes. He was in the Haunted Mansion, like we just mentioned. Um, he was in The Incredibles as Gilbert Huff. Chicken Little as Principal Fetch It. He was in Air Buddies. Um, he was in a Phineas and Ferb Save the Summer. And then, oh, just more Toy Story. So he was, he was Rex, probably most famous one was Rex from the Toy Story franchise. Um, and then outside of Disney, if you've ever seen The Princess Bride, uh, he was in that. That's where my daughter knew him from when she was watching it with me. Everyone loves that movie. I don't like that movie. You just can't get into it, or no? I just, I just can't get into uh, it. See, I, I actually, I, it's if it's on TV, I'll watch it. So, and then the kids. Uh, actually, no. There's one more. Uh, Dina Spivey as Emma. She was the maid. She was also in the 2003 remake of uh, Freaky Friday. And then Mark John Jeffries was the son, Michael Evers, and. Ari Davis uh, was the daughter, Megan Evers. Um, and when I was watching it, they looked very familiar to the two kids from, I don't know if you've seen, uh, are we there yet with ice cube? Yeah. 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 So I, I, I had to Google it and actually the, the son's the same, the boy's the that's, same, but that's what I thought, but the girl, the girl's a different girl. Uh, I thought she, I thought she looked a lot like her, but it wasn't her. So gotcha. Um, so basic, a little little quick synopsis of what the Haunted Mansion movie is, and you can add some stuff if you want at the end. Uh, but basically, Jim Evers, he's a realtor, and his wife is his business partner. Uh, they get a call late one night uh, from uh, somebody at the with the Grace, someone represented. I don't know if it was Edward Gracie himself uh, or if it was the butler, basically looking to sell his the property, um, seeing that they could, this could be the biggest. Uh, deal of their career they decide to actually jim decides sarah just wanted to go to the lake uh they take their two children and they head to the mansion uh thunderstorm strands them at the hotel or at the house um where they meet uh, the butler they meet uh master gracie and uh the wife sarah looks really familiar uh looks like the wife uh, or the fiance of uh mr gracie from years ago and basically she had, he had thought he had killed herself in the house and, uh, that this was the reincarnation of her. And, uh, you know, they end up uh, being trapped in the house. They go through a lot of, uh, hijinks to get out of the house and they end up breaking the spell and they live happily ever after, I guess. Uh, so did you want to add anything else to that? As far as the synopsis go, I yeah, mean, you, yeah, that was just a quick, I mean, that, that was a pretty good spark notes version. Okay. All right. So that was my synopsis of the movie. What, uh, what did you like about the movie? What, what, what did you like? What did you didn't like? Did you like the movie at all? Um, so it's been, I can't even tell you the last time I have seen this movie. It's been quite a while. Right. Um, when I, I do remember, I was kind of laughing at myself while I was watching this okay. today because I watched it earlier today and I am th- was thinking about when I was watching this when I was a kid and this movie, parts of this movie scared me as a kid. Like I <laughs> fast forward or I'd close my eyes in certain parts. Right. And I mean, now that I'm in my twenties now I'm like stupid. This ain't scary. <laughs> <laughs> but did like, you, that did you part, ever see it in the theater? Do you remember? I don't seeing think it in the so. Okay. I don't remember seeing it in the theater. Yeah, I don't think I did either. I think I saw it once it came out on uh, DVD because we, I'm, I, I had the DVD version of it, so I'm assuming we bought it when it came out. I don't remember going to the theater and seeing this one. So. Yeah, I mean, it would have been 2003, November 2003. I mean, I would have been six years old. I yeah uh, I don't have any memories of going to see this in this yeah in the theater. And I was in 2003 I was in Albuquerque so, right I don't know maybe we did I don't know 
That was so long ago, 16 years. Oof. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so what were you going to say before I cut you off? So that part where in the beginning where that kid is riding his bike and he kind of rolls up on the on the mansion. Okay, He's yeah. just kind of looking through the gates or whatever. And then Ramsley's, there's like this, I don't know, enchantment or whatever, you know, kind of like a protection spell on the property or whatever. And like, so I assume because then Ramsley's, I don't know, like ghost head appears and kind of rushes the kid and right. scares him. That part scared me every time when I was a kid. I hated that part. See, I always thought, yeah, I mean, that part didn't scare me. I was a little older than you, but uh, I always thought his name little. was. I always thought his name was Ramsey until I watched it this this most latest time. Uh, I don't know why I ever thought Ramsey. Uh, well, I mean, it, it's basically they, they just stuck an L in there for some reason, right, so it's right. it's Ramsley. Yeah, and I I'd never known anybody named Ramsley, so it just doesn't roll off the tongue as well as Ramsey the Butler. Right. I don't know. So. He's fancy, I guess. <laughs> So you watched it for the first time and you don't remember. Uh, I've watched it twice this week. Uh, but prior to that, I couldn't tell you when's the last time that I watched it. Uh, it's not one of those that regularly comes on TV um, as far as Disney movies. Um, so, so here's the question. Was it, did it come on for like Freeform's, you know, 31 nights of Halloween or whatever was it in it's, I, I don't listing? I don't remember. I don't remember. Because I mean they're playing Hocus Pocus like thirty different times. You think right. they could throw the Haunted Mansion in there a couple of times? I don't remember, and I don't remember coming across it. So uh, possibly, but you would think they that might be one that they would include. I bet you I could Google it. That, I mean it's... they can they can take off Hocus Pocus one time and put that on. Nobody needs to see Hocus Pocus thirty times. And I because I, I I really think that's what it was. It was. 30 times in this month. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to say that's yeah. Every night, but Halloween night, cause people are out trick or treat. So, but it might oh, be on Halloween funny. night too. What's it'd funny. Be, it'd be really funny if it wasn't playing Halloween night, but it was playing every <laughs> other night. Yeah. I, I thought that's what I, I thought I looked it up and it was playing from every night from the first to the 30th, but then not on Halloween, but I could be, I could be wrong. Okay. So I'm looking at their lineup right now um oh give me a second i'm halfway yeah. through no no haunted no, mansion not, no haunted mansion uh, and i but they're they even lost. playing but i mean they're playing like the scream trilogy the iron man is on there and i i why iron man like you can throw out iron man yeah yeah it completely especially since it's the disney film and Disney owns Freeform. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there at Freeform. Yeah, I mean, they're even playing like Hotel Transyl Transylvania, and that's not a Disney movie right. or Disney property. Goosebumps. Well, I guess Simpsons is a Disney property now, but yeah, so it's not on here at all, which surprises me. Hmm. So that, that led me to a question that I was having while watching this is there a reason you think this movie isn't as popular as maybe they wanted it to be or thought it might be uh i've thought about that and i mean i i enjoyed the movie um as 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 part of my my research for for this i also went and looked at some some uh, critics thoughts and actually just average users and well, it's got a terrible score on Rotten Tomatoes. Terrible score. I mean, I, I think I wrote the score down here somewhere where it's like a audience score had a 30%. So with an average, oh, what, two and a half stars, actually 2.68 average rating. So and maybe I'm biased, but I didn't think it was that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I think the pirate movie was just, or Pirates of the Caribbean was just so, uh, for, for that time, I, for me personally, uh, when when I watched it, it was kind of like, wow, this is this you know, the action. I'm talking about pirates now. The action, the actors, they were. They, it was funny. It was you know, it was uh, you know, pretty much 
jam packed with action the whole the whole movie. Uh, you get to the haunted mansion, and it was probably they were probably hoping for the same type of reaction. Um, I like Eddie Murphy, so I don't think I don't think the lead actor was it. I, a lot of people, a lot of users say you know that that the acting wasn't good. Uh, the premise of the story wasn't very good. Um, I don't, I don't know why it didn't do as well. Um, because I, mean, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I mean, no. is it as good as Pirates of the Caribbean? No, but they're completely different in, in a sense, you know? Right. Um, now here's some, I've got the, I pulled up internet movie database and some of the critic reviews, uh, a guy named Kevin Thomas from the Los Angeles times at the time gave it an 80, which I don't know if this is out of a hundred or, uh, I, I would have to Google that later, but he says a fright show artfully designed for the whole family, a comedy that all, but the most impressionable children will likely get a kick out of. And that was the highest, the highest score. And then, then you go down here to some of the, uh, the lower scores, entertainment weekly tame and witless enough to make me long for the ancient dusty fright kitsch of the monsters. Uh, the New York Daily News, a tepid comedy whose only saving grace is the face of Jennifer Tilly in a crystal ball. Um, the New York Times, the film equivalent of the dark, boring period on a haunted house ride before the gondola crashes into another room filled with dirty mirrors. Um, so, yeah, yeah, some some pretty harsh reviews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't I didn't think it was that. You know, I didn't think it was that bad. So, see, I mean, for for creating a movie based on this, what eight eight minute ride through attraction, right? It, it's not bad. No, no. And speaking of, I mean, the movie. I I, I guess it'd be a time to bring bring this up. There was talk of a possible reboot of this movie. Um, from what I from what I researched, it was talked about at the two thousand and ten comic-con in san diego uh i don't know if it was an official announcement from disney or if it's just um was i i can never pronounce this guy's first name guillermo del toro uh he was rumored to be in charge of the project directing it writing a story for it um but it's 2019 now and we still don't have a reboot of the haunted mansion uh there was a couple um couple updates like in 2012 he said he had submitted a final draft to disney and that that they liked it and their their reaction was good but still nothing came out of it in 2015 um variety reported that ryan gosling was in talks to star in the film uh but since then i haven't seen i haven't seen anything talked about or so i don't know if it's dead uh, would you would you want a reboot? And I was thinking about that earlier today too. And, and I mean, they'd have to obviously they'd have to make it completely different, right? In order to not run into any of the same problems that they've run into, right? I think if they were to do a reboot, and this is just my personal opinion, not being a a, a movie creator, but I think it would be interesting if they decided to do it if they went with a storyline that uh, what is, what do they call it in Disneyland Paris? Is it mystic manor? Uh, Phantom manor. Phantom manor. If they kind of went with that storyline rather than the storyline out of, well, I can the one in California. Right now I did. I did have, have this in my notes. Now that you bring it up, much of this movie plot is similar to Phantom manor in Paris. Because uh, the Phantom Manor storyline has a bride, a lost lover, and a haunted mansion, so it it kind of is similar in uh, in that sense. But isn't it doesn't isn't there more lore to it? And I don't know if it's confirmed, but I've seen some stuff online and YouTube and stuff that the the Phantom Manor is kind of has ties to the the like the mining community because you've got the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad mine area right over across yeah. the pond there. Yeah. Yeah. They're connected. Yeah. So as far as the storyline. Yeah. 
Right. So there's a little more to it, but yeah, as far as the bride and, and, and the lover and stuff goes, right. I know there's that aspect of it, but here at Disneyland and I assume Walt Disney world, but that was one of the ones I decided to skip when I went over there. Horrible, horrible. <laughs> it, we'll just have to plan a trip back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have a bride too in, in our haunted mansion and right. I believe her name's Constance. I think that's what her name is supposed to be. I could be wrong on that, but I think that's what I've heard. Yeah, what did, we just had our Haunted Mansion show, didn't we? Where we talked yeah. about the... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um, right. We're, talk, we're talking about the film now. Yeah, so I mean, it is a little bit different because our Haunted Mansion got, kind of goes off the premise that she's kind of a killer bride. Right. You know, she, she marries yeah, she's these guys and she kills all of her husbands. Right. Um. So uh, it, it's interesting. So yeah, a little note I had here that much of the outside and the inside were actually themed after uh, the Disney World and Disneyland Haunted Mansion. And then the storyline was more in line with uh, the Phantom Manor. Uh, Not exact, but more in line. Um, So so I can... uh, I can mark that off of my things to talk about. Yeah. And yeah, it is Constance, by the way. So you were, you were correct. Okay. I thought Good it job. was, but Not I don't like to brag, so that's fine. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, I forgot where we were going. Where, uh, I think you were just asking me, I don't know where we're going, but where oh, with, we yeah, were. with the reboot. Yeah. I mean, I could yeah. see them possibly with them now owning, you know, uh, 20th century Fox and all that. And, you know, touchstone and, uh, whatever else they own, they could they could possibly go with a scarier, or oh, a more adult, more adult themed uh, horror type. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Scare, you know. Obviously, not going to take my eight year old daughter to go see a movie, but uh, <laughs> I could see them going that way. Now, um, if if they wanted to base it uh, or loose even loosely base it off of the attraction, how scary would it be? Because that was one of the big debates. For the attraction itself, which put it on hold for so long, you know, on top of the death of, of Walt Disney, but the the Imagineers kept going back and forth on whether it was supposed to be kind of like a, a literally like a like a horror house or kind of like a frightfully fun type of thing, you know, gags right. and things well, they, like that. They could kind of do they could kind of do a combo scary, but then also have humor in it because I think that's what they tried doing with this one, right? You know, because but of the anytime, whole mausoleum think, and the, the the skeletons and stuff, you know. Right. Anytime you, I think you cast Eddie Murphy in a movie, I don't think it's going to be too scary or too serious. <laughs> so, I mean, he's there for the comedy. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I could see more more of an adult one. But you know, like I said, I haven't seen anything in the news since 2015. So, um, here's a completely off the topic question. Somewhat off the topic. Okay. The the boy um that played his son in this movie. Yes. You said he was also the the son in the the Ice Cube film. Are we there yet? Did you notice at the end of the movie when they're in the car, kind of driving off into the sunset? Yeah. The little boy's in the back seat, and he says, "Are we there yet?" I didn't. No, I didn't catch that. He, he totally says that, and so now I'm wondering when the movie "Are We There Yet" came out because he's got to be around the same age. Because he yeah, looks it, almost identical to how he looked in that movie. Right. Are We There Yet actually didn't come out to 2005. We looked that up earlier. So it came out two years after Interesting. this movie. So so whoever came up with the movie Are We There Yet <laughs> watched this movie, saw the kid in the back at the very end, and he says that one line. He's like, you know what? That's a great idea for a movie. Yeah. So I'm going to name it Are We There Yet? And I got to get that kid to star in my movie. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't catch it. I have to go back and watch it, or so, watch that part. So I don't know where you wanted to go next, but I'm going to ask you this question. Sure, we can go anywhere you want. Perfect. Walt Disney World. Here we come. All right, I'm packing um, my bags. Actually, I won't. I won't pack. I'll just get on an airplane. I'll buy new clothes when I get there. Yeah, and you can buy luggage there. It's great. There you go. Yeah. What so was your, your favorite? What was your favorite kind of? I don't know if callback is the right word, but like, you know, something that they pulled directly from the attraction that they stuck in the movie. 
Right. Oh, that's, that's actually in my notes to talk about. So that's a oh. good segue. So what was my favorite? Cause I wrote down a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, Cause they're, they're, they hit just almost everything yeah, that I can think of. There were so many of my, I, I might've missed some, but, um, I would say I liked the singing bus. Um, yeah. But I also liked the part where they were, they were deciding how to get out of the cat out of the house. And, uh, what's his name's character? Ezra Wallace, Sean, the footman. Um, he said, there's always my way. And then they show him basically in the, uh, with the, the skeleton horse and the, uh, the carriage busting through the wall. Oh, with the, uh, the hearse attached to it. Yeah. 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 I like I like that part along with the, with the singing bus. Um, he just, he has such a weird voice. Like, cause the, 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 there's always my way line is such an iconic line. Right. Um, in the pre-show element of the haunted mansion and with him, it's just, it, it threw me off a little bit the way he said it. Right. What about but, you? Oh man. I, I agree with you on, on the singing busts. I like them cause there was a lot of humor behind them. Right. Um, and I, I want to read somewhere that they were, they, uh, the Dapper Dance from Disneyland were the voices of those singing busts in the movie. That If that's true, that's really cool. Because obviously yeah. they are, you know, kind of like this barbershop quartet right. Right. Um, style of singing. Yeah, I read somewhere that they were, they, they used their, their voices for, for the singing in the movie. But that's, if that, if that's true, that's very cool. Right. Right. Um, I just, what I kept looking out for while I was watching, it was just all the little things from the attraction, like, you know, the, the floating candlestick and, you know, the, the, the door that was breathing. What I thought was interesting that they put in this movie, that was kind of a lost concept. At least it, it was, it's in the, attraction of the haunted mansion uh the the i'm talking about the the raven okay. that you kind of see here and there throughout the haunted mansion yeah because one of the original ideas for the raven within the attraction was the raven was supposed to be your your guide or like your host and then they they came up with the idea for the ghost host but they kind of had already created the raven and stuck him places and they just kind of left him in there and he's just a regular raven chilling throughout the attraction. Um, but there was this Raven also in the movie that would kind of pop up here and there too. Oh, the other one I forgot that I really liked, maybe even I'll say equal as a singing bus was the hitchhiking ghost. Oh, in the, in the hearse. Yeah. Yeah. When they, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's, I I was kind of surprised that they didn't get a little more screen time. I mean, obviously they didn't need, a ton of screen time, but I don't know. I felt like their little part there was just kind of, it can be very easily overlooked. Right. And I've got a thing on that, that I found on internet movie database talking about that particular topic. Uh, it says the hitchhiking ghosts were more prominent in the early drafts of the scripts, but were trimmed back because it became too overwhelming to have, uh, three supporting characters chiming in at the same time. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. So some of the other things, uh, I called them nods to the attraction. Um, along with there's always my way line. You, know, you had welcome foolish mortals was in there. Um, final arrangements have been made was in there. You mentioned the uh, candle floating. Um, the bride's dress in the attic. Um, the, uh, the armor suits. Yes. The, yep. The, um, I for, yeah, I've got that written down here somewhere. Um, we got, uh, obviously we talked, uh, Madame Leota, um, the ghostly carriage we mentioned, um, the, did you see the old man and the dog in the cemetery? No, I, I was just going to st- I was just going to say like, I'm surprised that wasn't in there. I missed it. So I got to go back, but I read somewhere that he's at the beginning, you know, when they head out in the carriage, he's at the beginning or he's when they head into the cemetery. So I got to go to back and watch that. Um, oh, so he must just, they must've just slipped him it's in. It's just maybe just a quick. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. You got the hang, the guy that's hanging. 
Oh, um, when when Master Gracie hangs himself after yep. his yep. wife has presumably been killed herself. Right. Uh, ghostly ballroom dancers. Yes. Um, um, organ. Morph- yep, yep. Uh, morphing pictures in the hallway. Um, eyes in some of the walls. Um, the bus that followed Jim. Those oh, are from the ride. Yes. Um, I got the lines. The skeleton hands that start to open the coffin in the mausoleum. Yep. Um, uh, you said you said the knights in the hallway. Um, see the pipe. You said the organ, right? I yep. just yep, I did. Yeah, the clock striking thirteen during the prologue. Yes. And the door knockers heard in the bedroom hallways. Oh. Uh, those are some of the ones I found. Um, um part of. Madame Leota's, what do you call it? Seance. Right. As so, Jim is first approaching her, is oh, okay. I'm pretty sure almost directly from her lines in the attraction. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned her. Did you mention like the floating instruments and all that? No, not yet. Okay, that was one of them that I had. Um. So yeah, there was a there was a ton. Uh, kind of going. Back a little, we were, we were talking about pirates and this being being uh, released in the same year. One thing I'm glad they didn't do to the Haunted Mansion is add Eddie Murphy, like like they did for pirates. And <laughs> well, maybe because it wasn't as popular. Possibly. So well, because I'm, even with I'm pirate, it, how many pirate movies did they make before they finally added? Yeah, Johnny Depp. It was a couple. It obviously wasn't after the first one. I don't think. Was but. it the third one? Because they were doing a lot of promotional stuff for the third one. Yeah, I, that one I I would have to research. I don't know off the top of my head, but I don't know if I'd want to go. I mean, I I love watching Eddie Murphy. Uh, I I don't know if I want to go in Haunted Mansion and see Eddie Murphy in there. So. <laughs> uh, what if they was, replaced him as the caretaker? Nah, nah. just to shake an Eddie Murphy. Animatronic standing there. <laughs> no, they need to. Uh, they need to leave Eddie Murphy out of it. So now, if it had been more popular, one, do you think they would have made sequels like they did with Pirates of the Caribbean? We, I was talking about that with my daughter today, and we were saying, "Well, where would they go? What could they?" Because they broke the curse of the house. Uh huh. You know, uh, Master Gracie and Elizabeth they got to ascend to wherever they were ascending. Uh, Ezra and Emma went with them. Um, you know, toward the end of the movie, they get handed the deed to the house by master Gracie to do with whatever they want. Um, and then the ending shows them heading out to the lake with, uh, Madame Leota in the back seat and the singing bus strapped to the bumper. So, uh, <laughs> which I, I thought was kind of funny cause they were always singing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and they would sing about whatever situation was going on right then. I so. mean, it'd be kind of cool to have a barbershop quartet <laughs> following you around, around singing, yeah. singing your every, everything you do. So I don't know where, what they would, or where they would go, you know, cause pirates had like a, I don't know. They would somehow the, like the next movie was kind of connected some, you know? Right. So I don't know, but I don't, I, I mean, I don't know a hundred percent, but I don't think they necessarily left pirates of the Caribbean open. Well, was there, did they have a post credit scene? Which one? I don't even, the, the first pirates of the Caribbean. The first pirates. Cause I know some of the later ones did, but I'm trying to remember the very first one did basically. I'm trying to remember if they left it open to where they're like, yes, if this does well enough, we could definitely come back and do a sequel. Whereas yeah. haunted mansion basically shut everything down. Right. At yeah, the end of the movie. Yeah. It was kind of solved. Uh, I want to say they had a post credit scene. Didn't they? Man, now I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Cause I can't I remember. Seen- I know, I know the later ones do, right? But I can't remember if if the first one does. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it. Oh, excuse me. Um. I'll have to Google that later, or I can Google while I'm talking. Um. So, any did you anything else you saw as far as nods to the movie? That's the only ones I either found, I saw, or. I researched. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that stood out to me. 
Uh, like here and there throughout the movie, you could hear um, some of the classic Haunted Mansion music kind of in the background. Okay, yeah. All right, Other here we than go. That we'll take a pause on the Haunted Mansion. There are no extras during the credits of Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of Black Pearl. After the credits, there's an extra scene, an extra scene that shows Jack the Monkey alone on a pile of treasure. He takes one of the Aztec medallions out of the chest, then turns around to reveal oh. that he is now one of the cursed undead. Okay, so basically, yeah. okay, yeah. So that was the post scene. Okay. I do now that I read it, I do remember that. Yeah, as soon as you started saying that, I yeah, I remembered. But so I don't know, but I mean they've made sequels to movies before that wrapped everything up perfectly, didn't need another movie made, and they made one anyway. And they, yeah, they did it anyway. So yeah. You know, and then if they if they really struggle trying to find the story for a sequel, then make a prequel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I agree with you. This one would have been harder to do another story with, whether it was before or after the events of this movie. Yeah. I mean, they so, could have gone back, I guess. And then kind of like you said, did a prequel and show basically more of prior to Elizabeth being poisoned. I don't know if we mentioned that's how she, she ended up dying. Uh, she didn't, she didn't hang herself. Uh, they found a letter later addressed to master Gracie. Uh, expressing her love, et cetera. Um, so, and then uh, was it the the butler Ramsley? He's the one who poisoned her, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah, because uh, he didn't he didn't agree with with the union, I guess. Um, so, so yeah, I guess they could have, but yeah, maybe maybe it's glad they they, they didn't. Um, so the Gracie fan, the Master Gracie, right? Uh, pretty popular name associated with the Haunted Mansion, the ride. Um, even though he's never mentioned in the any official narration or press or anything like that, um, he's always been associated, as far as I've read and heard, and uh, with that with the ghost host from the ride. Um, but it's never been said that he is the actual. A person and it was named after Yale Gracie, which was one of the original Imagineers of the ride. Uh, I think we probably mentioned that dur- during our the episode we talked about the anniversary of the Haunted Mansion. Um, I'm just going through some of my notes here. Uh, it was set. The movie was set in Louisiana, uh, which, if you've been to the attraction at Disneyland. It's in New Orleans Square. So you've got that tie in. Um, let's see some of the other stuff. Madame Leota. Do you know where, where they got her name from? Testing your Disney knowledge here. Oh, Leota Tombs. Very good. Uh, she worked on several projects in Disneyland during the 1960s. Uh, Hidden Mickey's. Did you see any Hidden oh, Mickeys? we may have talked... Sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, go ahead. We may have talked about this in the anniversary of the Haunted Mansion episode. Um, remind me, because I'm sure you know what I'm about to say, um, but I just need you to remind me. Is it the voice or the face of Leota Toombs' daughter that they use now? It's I, one of the two. Yeah, I thought it was... I thought it was her voice. Maybe uh, it's her voice. I can't remember. Or maybe it's the face. Okay, yeah. Because now the face is more digitized. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember if we talked Gosh. about it. And I can't off the top of my head. I didn't I didn't prepare that. <laughs> <laughs> but her did her her daughter worked for Disney too, right? I believe so, to some extent. Okay. Um but basically they they you know obviously did some refurbishments and did some upgrades and they used Leota Toombs' daughter for to either redo the audio or used her as like a face model for an updated Leota in the crystal ball. Right. Yeah, I'll have to research that. I know I just saw something her daughter was an imagineer starting with the company in 1970. Um so her name was 
her daughter is Kim Irvine. Uh, and she, Oh, Kim Irvine. Yes. Yeah, she's definitely worked for Disney. There we that's go. A, that's a well-known name. Okay. She portrayed the face of Madame, Madame Leota in the haunted mansion holiday. Oh, it's the holiday one. Holiday okay. Version. Okay. Okay. Makes so, sense. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's see. Hidden Mickey's. Did you see any? in the movie or the attraction? The movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, you said Mickey, so I'm assuming you're there's more than one. Uh, yeah, I saw oh, I saw one, and then I read the other ones. I have to go back because I wasn't paying attention um, to see if uh, to see if they're actually there or or what they are. Which is the one that you saw? The gate, the gate lock. Okay, that's what like I saw. Head. Yeah. Yep, that's the yeah. one I saw. The 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 one at the gate when they pull up for the first time. And then I read that when Ramsley pours the powdered poison in Sarah's drink, a Mickey forms when the, when the powder and the drink mix, I don't remember seeing it. Gosh. Okay. Um, and then they said the couch in the library is vaguely shaped like a Mickey. I, I'm not sure about that one. Um, I don't know about that one. And then the other one that I read when, uh, Eddie Murphy's running from the flying instruments after talking to Madame Leota, the windows on the doors are in the shapes of Mickey's. And I don't remember seeing that one either. I was, hmm. I don't know if I got up and walked away and did something, but. I mean, it's hard to say. I, I wasn't focused on the, the windows at that time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, so. So that's what I had. That's all the notes I had. Anything? What else can we talk about the movie? You mentioned your, did you mention your favorite part? Did you have a favorite part? Oh, uh, a part that you thought maybe wasn't your favorite. I think mine, mine, mine would be when they bust out of the house, uh, in the carriage. Okay. Uh, and they're, and they're going to the cemetery. Basically when they see, Kind of when they see all the ghosts and the uh, hitchhiking ghosts. And then the end when they're in the car with Madame Leota and then the singing bus singing at the rear or singing attached to the bumper. Yeah, I'd probably have to agree with you on those. And I might add in when they first run into the singing busts as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let's see what else. Oh, the spy- I, I like the spider scene at the beginning when the, the boy didn't <laughs> want to kill it. There was a lot of funny parts right there in the beginning. Yeah, the daughter came in and basically <laughs> smashed. I, I don't want to whack it, Dad. Dad, no, I, I can't. I can't. I don't want to well, whack the spider. Yeah, he's terrified of spiders, which comes back later in the scene at the mausoleum when he has to try to let him out. The doors, you know, filled with spiders, so he has to overcome his fear of of, of spiders to save his save his dad and sister. So, of course, I mean, I'm going to argue that that. Daddy long legs that was in the house and then the 150 tarantulas that were covering the door. There's a big difference there. Yeah. True. I can kill a house spider, but I'd be uncomfortable with all those tarantulas. Yeah. There was, there was quite a few of them. So, so overall, I think, I, I know I asked you last time and, uh, I I'm assuming you knew I was going to ask you again out of five, we'll call them five Mickey's. <laughs> What would you, what would you give this movie? Ooh. Out of five. I mean, I think it's an entertaining movie. It's fun. If you like the Haunted Man and Mansion attraction, I think it's, it's a fun movie to watch. Uh, I, I'd give it a four. I mean, I, I really did enjoy it. Okay. I think it's a Disney movie. So obviously it's, it's family friendly. We tonight we watched it again. Obviously, uh, there can't be anything wrong with it. No, no, obviously. <laughs> now I did I I did notice in this one, um, and I had made that note somewhere, but I can't find it now. Um, there was a few, a few words that normally you wouldn't hear in a Disney movie. Oh, I made that same. I had that same thought. Yeah, I was like, wow, this movie is very. I don't know if progressive is the right word, but like there were just several times where I'm like, wow, they said that. Right. And I'm, I'm trying to find where I, where I wrote them down. Um, 
and you know, maybe I don't want to say them on the show, but let me see. Um, oh, here, here it is. Okay. So, yeah, it was, so hell and crap were, were used a few times. Um, and then, uh, I'll go ahead and say them. I mean, if, if, if you want to censor and then normally you don't hear the word damn or the word ass in a Disney movie. <laughs> so yeah. And uh, they said, damn, like almost twice back to back. Yeah. They, yeah, it was actually, it says here twice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was, I mean, not and, and interesting. I mean, it's listed on internet movie databases, mild profanity. So, um, so is it, is it just rated PG? The, uh, this movie yeah is i'm pretty sure it was pg yeah i don't think yeah it's pg because there's no way it could be just g right no no it's not it's not g it's it's pg parental guidance so um yeah and and i i thought about that when i was when i was watching so it's it's a family movie i mean it's got a i guess a story that's used a lot in movies uh it's got a dad who probably is neglecting his kids uh, he's a workaholic. Um, you know, he gets into this sticky situation at this house that he wants to sell and realizes that his family is more important than his job. Uh, so overall good movie, maybe a little cliche, but, uh, I would probably, I'd probably give it around a four. Yeah. Um, so four, four, four out of five. Um, and it's hard and I don't want to be, We'll have to find a we'll have to find a Disney movie that we don't like and and review that one uh, if there is one. I I will not watch Home on the Range again. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, we won't <laughs> for 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 our next Talking Disney podcast movie night. We're doing Home on the Range. <laughs> you can find another co-host for that episode. I'll be on vacation that week. No, it's got it's got some decent songs in it. Home on the range. I can yeah. hear that on the the old West Country Channel. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, yeah, we'll wait a couple years to do that one, or or I'll, I'll find a I'll find a guest host. To, I'm sure your daughter would love to fill in. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. She might. So I remember having to watch that movie in school, and it's like Did basically really? when they had like yeah, and I don't remember why we were watching it. You know, maybe maybe it was um like the after school program. Cause like my mom was working and like, I didn't have anyone to like go home to or no one to pick me up. So there was this little after school thing where the kids could just hang out and be supervised until parents got off work to come pick them up. Oh, okay. Maybe that's where I watched it. Cause I remember it was in school and then like we were in the cafeteria and there was a bunch of us in there, but I don't know why they would have played that for us during like regular school hours. So that must've been what it was. Right. Yeah. I, I, but I was I just like, of, of all the movies, why this stupid one about these cows? Yeah, if you look up any any Disney movie rankings, it's normally, like the animated low. features, it's normally toward the bottom. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and there's there's a couple toward the bottom that I would say are higher, but I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with that rating for Home on the Range. It's, I mean, I, I'll find something if if we ever do review it, I'll find something good about it. Um, but yeah, it generally isn't, uh, one of the ones that are, that are, uh, Hey, let's watch a movie. Let's watch a movie tonight. And uh, we have to watch home on the range cause it's a classic, you know, you don't, you don't ever hear that. So no, there's, you know, you never, you never hear it talked about anywhere. Right. But actually makes a good idea for me for a Christmas gift for you. So of all the years, <laughs> you finally decide to get me a Christmas gift. I'm getting you home on the range. <laughs> Uh, uh, so any, any last thoughts on, uh, on the haunted mansion? Um, the movie I the think ride? it was a good movie. I think it was a, a good movie for what they were wanting to do with it. They wanted to make a movie based off of the attraction, whether it was more based off of the Disneyland version or Phantom Manor or combined influence of both. However, they got their inspiration. They kind of wanted to base it off of the overall Haunted Mansion attraction. And I think in that aspect, they did a decent job. Um, you know, there was kind of that balance between 
you know, having a little kind of scary stuff and, you know, the humor, just like the attraction. So I think overall it's a decent movie. It's entertaining. You know, it'll make you laugh. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought, I thought even if you didn't like the movie, but you liked the ride, uh, just the nods to the ride throughout the movie would have kept you, I think a little entertained. Um, uh, yeah, I, it's, I think it's a good family movie. My, my, you know, my eight year old daughter watched it with me. My other daughter watched it with me. So had um, she had, had your eight year old daughter seen it before this last week? No, this was the first time. Okay. So, and then she actually watched it both times with me. And then she was, she was kind of like, Oh, the, Oh, this part's coming up or, you know, she was kind of quoting some of the movies. So <laughs> uh, you're like, uh, I, I know sweetheart. I, I've yeah, seen it. Thank I've you. Seen it, so. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you haven't, if you haven't watched it, check it out. It's, it's a, it's, it's good family entertainment. Um, and kind of that's, uh, you know, with Eddie Murphy, I like Eddie Murphy. He definitely didn't start out in his career as a comedy or as a comedian, as, as family entertainment. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he was pretty raunchy and, um, I guess as he's got older, he's calmed down a little, but, uh, he, he's a funny actor. I like him. So. Uh, overall good movie. Um, it would be really- interesting to find out how many other Disney movies there are out there that have similar language to this movie. And if it was, if this one was just kind of a fluke because of the, the premise of the movie, or if it had something to do with Eddie Murphy or, or what, right. You could probably find some as far as, I mean, I don't think you'll find any animated movies, uh, especially the ones uh, that are G I don't remember a lot of curse words in many animated movies that Disney puts out, but mm-hmm. I'm sure there are some, some lately that might have pirates. Was there anything ever in there? I, I would almost think that there would have had to have been something, something. I mean, maybe we just didn't understand it cause it was pirate talk or something. <laughs> maybe they, they use words that we didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I almost feel like somewhere along the line because it's, that time period where pirates takes place, it's, it's basically British Caribbean, right? It's, it's English owned Caribbean islands. So I I feel like somewhere along the way, someone would have had to say bloody hell, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. We'll have to do, I don't know if, if, if we ever review the pirate movies, are are we going to just do all of them at one time or do one at a time? We, cause we could do the pirates of Caribbean franchise. Yeah. So might be a little longer than an hour. Might be. Might have to break it up into part one and part two. We'll see. So we'll see. Yeah. Here's a, here's a fun question before you, before we wrap this up. All right. Is there an attraction um, at any Disney theme park that you've been to that doesn't have a movie associated with it that you'd like to see them make? a movie adaptation of. So I'm assuming you're not counting jungle cruise because that is coming out next summer. Yeah. Uh, I'm, with, yep. Uh, so that, you, go ahead. Kind of seems like jungle cruise is going to have a similar feel to haunted mansion. Okay. A little more actiony obviously than haunted mansion, but kind of there's going to be the goofy quirky stuff in it because of like the skipper jokes that everyone's accustomed to. Right. Riding right. the jungle cruise, but then there's going to be some sort of, action adventure style to it too. So it'd be interesting to almost kind of compare and contrast Haunted Mansion versus Jungle Cruise Jungle. in that aspect of things. Right. As far as a, a movie that they don't have, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I mean, so, I guess a lot of stuff now has a movie right, associated or, or there it. was a movie and then they made a ride, you know, like, right. Like the fantasy land rides. Um, right. Could you make something out of Big Thunder Mountain? I don't see why not. Kind of, you know, kind of old mining town, kind of mm-hmm. runaway train, uh, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. For I, some I th- reason, as you were talking <laughs> about that, I was having these weird, like, race to which mountain <laughs> images coming to my head. Right, right. <laughs> I think, I think maybe Big Thunder Mountain, something. Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, that that would be one that I can think of. I can't. Yeah, I, I was trying to think like maybe 
Space Mountain. Um, I was, you know, Splash Mountain, but that kind of has some some of the theming from Song of the South. Yeah. Um, you know, we we got the pirates. You know, the tar the Tarzan Treehouse, which used to be the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. You know, obviously already had a movie on that. They're doing the right. Jungle Cruise. Um, yeah, I probably. I guess the only other thing would be the Matterhorn, huh? Matterhorn. Well, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. It's a small world. The dolls all come alive and kill you. I don't know if that. I don't know if that's a Disney movie. It could be a <laughs> Halloween time movie, but. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say. I would say uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, it's only a matter of time, I guess. Yeah, I, that that might be next on their list. So, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy <laughs> and Johnny Depp. <laughs> and Johnny Depp. <laughs> uh, so, uh, all right. So, any last thoughts on our uh, second Talking Disney podcast movie night feature, The Haunted Mansion? That is all of my thoughts. All right. Well, if you want to comment on anything we've talked about here, or if you want to tell us uh, your your thoughts on the Haunted Mansion, um, you can always reach us at uh, TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us, like us uh, on social media, we're on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. We're on Twitter at Talking Disney. And we're on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. And uh, for the shows, you can always find them at our website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com. And that is all I have for tonight um, for our 24th episode. Uh, anything last minute from you, Mr. Cody? That is it. All right. Well, until next time, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for uh, taking a little bit of time out of your day and uh, sharing it with us. And uh, until next time, bye. Bye. Hurry back. Hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate. If you decide to join us, make your final arrangements now. We've been dying. The Talking Disney Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company, and all material used during this podcast is property of its copyright holder and used for entertainment purposes only.